Okay, welcome, welcome to episode two of Take Two. My name is Kelsey, and this is Corey. Hello. Episode two is finally here. I know everybody's super, super excited. We've gotten, honestly, a lot of good feedback. Yeah. Thank you for those people who have given us feedback about the first episode. We're... I know you can tell probably in the first episode we were very, very nervous. I mean, I felt more nervous, but then I feel like we fell into a, a pretty good rhythm. I've never done a podcast. Oh, my gosh. You ever done a podcast? I'm stuttering, yeah. I've never done a podcast before. You have. You had a podcast with your friend. Yes. Friend. Yes. That seems ages ago. It was it was during the the COVIDs, the COVIDs. That was an interesting time. I feel like a lot of people came out with podcasts during the COVID times. I feel like everybody was kind of because I mean you're stuck in the house. Yeah, you might as well like get into podcasting. But I feel like there's a resurgence right now. I literally told people at work, I was like, I'm I'm doing a podcast with my husband, and literally like three, two, four. Other people were like, we are too. Yeah. And I'm excited. There can never be too many podcasts, but I do think we, in a humble opinion, have, we've, we've gotten good feedback that we have great personalities. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm glad that people want to listen to us. So that's yeah. kind. Yes. No, I appreciate it. Because I feel like, well, here's the thing. I feel like the people who are telling us the truth are people who are like, normally, if it was bad, they'd be like, it, you but, guys should probably pick a different hobby. But we got constructive criticism No, as well. we did. We did. Said in the last podcast, I barely spoke, which is, well, okay. <laughs> so, you didn't say so barely strange. spoke. And it was strange. more so like. Hey, Corey led a lot. Like, what about you? And I'm like, it was my very first podcast. I wanted to see what our dynamic was going to be like. <laughs> also, side note, he did not give me like the notes of like what we were going to be talking about. So I, I couldn't read anything because I was in a completely different room because our mics were. We were doing a lot of troubleshooting. Set. Yeah. So like it kept doing a bunch of feedback and. As much as I think you guys want to listen to a whole hour of high pitch frequencies, just like connecting <laughs> to each other, I want, you guys, this is a podcast, so you can't visually see what's happening, right? Are you burping? Is that what you're doing? I'm trying not to burp into the mic, okay? <laughs> like, he's just like <clears throat> leaning his head back and blowing air. And that's like, why you guys will what? never see. There'll never doing? be a video part of this. Well, maybe there will be. There will definitely be video at some point. But anyways, <laughs> our quick three to four minute tangent. <laughs> well, it's been um, a while since we've, we've since we've released the first one. So like, yes, well, some things have we've happened. We've had so many things happen in our life. I was concussed. <laughs> don't don't lead <laughs> off with that. I had a concussion. Don't everyone. lead off with that. It's fine though. It will be fine. Yes. I still get it. 
it's it's okay. Long story short, a deer tried to fight me at 4.30 in the morning, and it kind of won. So, my car is, well, had we done this podcast last week, my car would have been, quote-unquote, fine. But now, they have totaled out my car. It's fine. I'm fine. Everyone's fine. We're living our best life. (laughs) We're definitely praying about this situation, so all prayers and well wishes. Yeah, definitely um, need some prayer warriors right now. Yeah. But I'm okay. Like literally, I'm I'm fine. I went to work right after. I probably shouldn't have went to work, but I yeah, did retrospect. Yeah. I did go to work right after. So, um. But anyways, we're here for a reason. Yeah. And obviously, with take two, our goal is to uh, review movies, both new and classic. And kind of express, like, the biblical truth in it, um, our opinions on it, um, and just, again, our perspective, none of this is factual. Even if we get heated and state facts, this is purely our opinion. And we hope you feel the same way. And if you don't, like, we love that, too. Like, we love having those conversations with people who... um you know, don't agree that it's a great movie or have a different perspective. And so we're really excited um, to get started with the movie that we reviewed this week is 42. Yay. Did you <clears throat> research? Did I, did I research what? Remember what our feedback was? No, but I'm going to go through... <clears throat> I'm going to kind of go through what um, the movie, the kind of brief synopsis for those of you who haven't seen 42. So 42 is the story of Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson was a, well, he was the first Negro baseball player in major league baseball. Uh, He is a, very prominent historical figure. People who don't even follow baseball, most of the people that I know who don't follow baseball anyway, know who Jackie Robinson is. He he's was such an influential figure in baseball for for everyone, you know, black, white, no matter what nationality or race you are. You he was a a pillar for change in baseball so the story kind of follows literally his transition from the minor the minor leagues or the negro baseball league into becoming a major league baseball star so it kind of just takes it from that journey all the way through and just kind of details every sort of challenge and um you know any sort of roadblock that he faced during that time and you know, this is a this happened literally two years after world war ii and he actually served in the military at that time and it was kind of a pretty rough time for african-american people who were coming back from the war uh, they served their country only for them to be treated unfairly and unjustly once once they came back and you know, there was a brief period where baseball just, there wasn't baseball happening at all because of the war. And so now that everybody 
it was coming back, you know, people were getting back into, you know, the spirit of the game. And, you know, obviously they were still doing segregation and there was obviously the Negro Baseball League and uh, Major League Baseball. So it was pretty what – what's the word I'm looking for? It was, it was just very monumental. It was very important for him to be seen at that point in time where – Yes, we just got done fighting a war, but there's still so much hatred and negativity going on back in the states. I mean, a big part of the the movie is um, talking about when you say monumental um, is like the representation was there, um, and so just going through the cast a little bit. I mean, there's so many great actors in here. I didn't realize, um, and some of them like the makeup and aesthetics like I actually didn't really recognize some of them um and also for a few of the cast like it's been a while since I've seen them in something so it's kind of nice seeing them again well all but one and we'll get to him (laughs) um so obviously Jackie Robinson is played by the wonderful Chadwick Boseman the late great always great yeah. And um, then uh, was he the owner? Yes, he was the owner of the baseball team. Yeah, uh, Ford. yeah, Branch Ricky. Yeah, yeah, that's the that was his character. Um, T.R. Knight. There's like actually a lot of Grey's Anatomy cast in the movie. Yeah, you you pointed them like, out to me. Grey's Anatomy, Lawyer, like, <laughs> <almost laughs> all the. <laughs> you have to point point the Grey's Anatomy people out to me because I didn't. I've not watched Grey's Anatomy for the fifty five years it's been on TV. I have not watched it. I know that you watched all twenty. I'm not. I haven't watched all of it because I remember you watched like twelve. Yeah, well, because I tried to catch like, up and then I fell off, and and so, anyways, quick any quick tangent. Um, there's a gentleman uh who plays. Uh, ben Chapman in the movie, but his name is Alan Tudyk. Um, and yeah. we will get to um, <laughs> his character, which is is really funny because um, obviously he he plays in um, the first movie that I really remember him from was Dodgeball, where he played the pirate. Yeah, uh, but he's also is it infamous, infamously known as. Um, yeah, he. Uh, no, it's a uh, hey, hey. Oh, hey, 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 in Moana. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know That's what. So plot funny. Hey, hey, in I mean, Moana, it's so funny, chick, but he, he, the rooster. Yes, hey, hey, yeah, the rooster. Hey, hey. Um, he only made noises. You can just tell that <laughs> this is noises, not scripted at all. I'm like, I don't even remember <laughs> half of the names. Um. Anyways, he played in Moana and we love him in Moana. We absolutely hate him. And I will use the word hate in this movie. Yes. Um it was very hard watching his role in this movie. But anyways, we'll get to that in just a sec. Um but yes. So with the cast, uh really really great cast obviously um, I have seen quite a few movies now by Chadwick Boseman, and 
I would have to say that I think I would say I like this movie with him almost better than Black Panther. Oh, that's... I think he did. Well, I just think like the acting, it was phenomenal. I think it was great. I loved the movie. Um, yeah. No, definitely. I think he captures the essence of uh, character so well. And it, the thing is, I think to some degree it's hard to do biopics because with like a fictional character, you can kind of twist it in a certain way to make it your own. Yeah. With biopics, you have this actual, this is a person that was living or is still living. Yeah. And you have to capture who they are or who they were at that time of which the movie's taking place and things like that. And so, especially since he didn't really, he doesn't, he didn't have Jackie Robinson to physically coach him through the emotions and how he was yeah. feeling at the time. Like trying to capture his essence of his character is to me hard, uh, the hardest thing an actor can do. And, he did it multiple times because I think he did an excellent job too uh, as James Brown. He was in Get On Up. It, did I watch that? I don't. I don't think I, I watched it. I don't know if you have, but it's okay, it's so actually like, something that we might actually yeah. cover at one point yeah. too. Well, I was just saying. I'm not saying because I was listening to you. Um, if you guys hear breathing, it's <laughs> Stitch. It's our dog. <laughs> He's laying on my lap right now, but like the mic that I'm using picks up every sound. He's, he's a mama's and boy. He, yeah, I can hear him breathing through my headset. <laughs> so he's I'm a mama's boy. Um, but going back to like biopics, like you have movies that they will remake, remake, or remake, and like even like the people who were alive in knew that person like will say they've never been accurately depicted so for a quick tangent and a quick example like um Marilyn Monroe in the new movie Blonde um you know they said that it had like really heavily like descriptive like sexual content and like people that knew her said like that just like even though that's like kind of what she was known for and not kind of like it is. Um, it's like, they said it was so horrible. Like it was nothing like her real life. And then you have like the Elvis um, movie that, you know, recently came out by, um, who's the director? He did. Baz uh, Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Um, yeah. And Lisa Marie recently just passed away and um his wife priscilla and i think it's riley keo like the granddaughter i know the granddaughter was alive at the time but um they said that that was the most accurately depicted movie of elvis that like so many people have played elvis in other movies um but like this is the movie like the family signed off on it was like yes yeah so i would be interested to hear um, a little behind the scenes of 42 and like where he drew inspiration from that's 
um, like a little tidbit that maybe we can do like an update for our next podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought he did a really great job. Um, I just could not imagine playing that role or being involved in this film. Um, we'll continue talking about it, but watching these films are really hard for me. Um, but yeah, this is a great film. Yeah. Uh, period piece is always difficult because... Yeah, we all know like different points in history there there's a lot of hatred and a lot of just negativity among like different classes of people different races of people and so you know watching something from that time frame is kind of rough because you do hear uh different type of racial slurs and you know, just how people are acting towards each other. And, you know, it's really, I I like watching that stuff because it, it does just kind of show you the history and it shows you like where we've, where we've come from. And it, it is, it is still very shocking to me how, how much, you know, hatred certain people had for another group of people and for the most part by the society it was generally accepted to some degree and so yeah it was definitely tough to watch but it was very it was very inspiring still because of that's part of what he had to overcome to be the person he was yeah and so and the, the thing is that like even throughout that movie, for those of you who haven't seen it, there were mentions of, you know, God and, you know, fate and destiny, things like that. And, you know, it's hard to not recognize those parts of the movie because they were honestly some of the most impactful. You know, the relationship that Jackie Robinson had with the owner, uh, Branch, he, even though Branch, oh, I said Branch. You said is, Branch. No, his name is Branch. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Oh gosh, but yeah, his relationship. Even though technically he only was that he only wanted to bring Jackie Robinson up for money, you know, to bring in more people. Yeah. I feel like he, I feel like he even learned a lot more about himself, and he I felt like he really stuck up for Jackie at, at a lot of different points in his career. Yeah, I or, think early on, at least. I think when we talk about that, um, I think that brings up a really good question. Um, like, because he says in the movie because like i think there are multiple times in the movie jackie robinson asks him like why did you do this like why why are you doing this because okay so again this movie came out in 2013 but let's just preface from now until the end of the podcast that there will be spoilers um in the movie when he first comes up with the idea that he wants to bring 
at first it wasn't like I want Jackie Robinson. It was like I want a black man on my team because I know it's going to make me money. Right. So that's like his preface in the beginning of like, it's gonna make me money. It's going to, you know, make me rich and stuff like that. Um, but there are multiple times where Jackie like asked him, like, why why did you do it? Like, why are you doing it? Like, what is the real reason you brought me into, you know, major league baseball? Um, as a black man where it's never been done before like why you and why why me and why are you doing this at all um and his response was that he did did branch serve i can't remember that part uh or was he was just an observer of like the war like in the war and like seeing the war and like how they were like fighting um in the war and then coming back and like they were fighting for rights coming back and like not having rights and he said that he loved baseball like baseball was always his game basically you know he was he was asking him like why um you know he wanted to do that and essentially he said like he loved baseball Um, But he saw, like, the issues going on in America, and he said that he realized that um, he essentially realized that he wanted baseball to represent, like, the actual world that he was living in um, and not be, like, the escape from the world that he was living in. And so that's why he wanted that. And um basically he said something along the lines of like you let me love baseball again um and so that was really exciting um for me to hear because it's like okay like his reason wasn't totally selfish um but um i don't know then it begs the question of like okay is this a white hero complex like did he, is he, does it matter if it was, like, super genuine and, like, godly because <laughs> Hey, if he wants to be on, let him be on. You have, yeah. you have some comment. Oh, bless you. He has some interesting commentary. He also watched the movie with us. So, I mean, if you have something to say. Okay, never mind. He wants to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like <laughs> the most chaotic podcast, and it's like the most serious movie that we watch. Hey, that's why they have editing. Stitch. But nah, I I think it was one of those things that like it was mainly for kind of a selfish reason, but then he saw what. Jackie could be for baseball, and I think that yeah. I think, in my opinion, he he was like, well, I can see what he can do for the sport. So honestly, yeah, the money's great, but you know, I'm th- thinking bigger picture. What Jackie can do for baseball is much more important than like, you know, me just getting the money. Yeah. And so I just I think. 
just all of it's just so so many parts of the story that's so important, honestly. And so I can I can definitely say that I think that this story in general is probably the essence of like what am what am I trying to say? There's like a word that I I've been trying to figure it out this whole time and I cannot think of it. And I'm going to think of it after we're done and I'm going to be so upset. Yeah. So let's talk about our favorite or least favorite parts. Let's start with my least favorite part. Oh gosh. So in the movie, was he playing for Montreal at that time? Yes. Right. Whenever I know what you're talking about, prob yes, he was. Yes. Wait. Um, Alan I think so. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So Jackie Robinson. Okay, so let's back it up a little bit. So Branch tells Jackie in his initial conversations, like before we sign anything, before you make all this money or whatever, which I kind of love that, like he didn't really care about the money aspect. They're like, this is how much you're signing bonuses. And this is how much you get paid every week. And he's like, okay, great. Um, he was great for the opportunity. Yeah. But opportunity doesn't pay your bills either. So that's fair. I love that. I felt like for that time frame, he was paid a good amount. But um, he tells him because Jackie was known in his other league for having a temper um, against like injustice. And so Brand tells Jackie like, I'm not saying you can't be angry. You have every right to be angry, but you cannot show them because that's what they're going to expect from you. And if you act out and you have these tempers um, or like outlashes and stuff like that against them, like you're just proving them right. Yeah. And to me, I'm just like, okay, you watch that scene and you're like, uh, you know, is he going to lose it? Like, what's going to happen in this movie? Um, and, like, from coming from film majors, we always know, like, there's always, like, some form of, like, climax in the movie where, like, something big is going to happen that, like, kind of changes and alters the course, which I'm super grateful, like, wasn't something, like, harmful emotionally. <laughs> for me i thought i would cry a lot in the movie but i didn't which is great um, um but um in the movie in the movie when he is like you know don't react and give them the reaction that they want and they're at the baseball game and this is the scene with yeah i know you're i know what part you're talking about and he literally, I don't even think I could go back and watch that scene to, like, recount it. But he says the N-word to Jackie to, like, antagonize him. Because essentially, like, in baseball, like, you're trying to throw them off. Like, you can say, essentially, at that time frame, anything that you want to, like, throw off the pitcher, the catcher, like, 
any position like to try to distract him you can say literally anything and he goes in on all the derogatory terms you could call a person of color and it was so hard to watch because there were so many people there and like no one said anything and i wouldn't say no one could say anything but it's like it was just very eye-opening to like how people in that time frame like were able to spread such hate speech and from a legal perspective could um and then it kind of correlates to like the hate speech that kind of happens today it's kind of like outstanding that like we literally have so much hate in our world um but going back to the game that was really really hard and then like fast forwarding to like the next game when this little boy is really excited to see one of Jackie's teammates um and he was like I'm dad I'm so excited I'm so excited and then Jackie walks out on the field and the dad starts yelling at him and calling him the n-word and the little boy you could tell the boy like pauses and was like what's happening like where is this anger coming from um because literally like the dad and the son looked like they were just having a great day like no emotions whatsoever and then like as soon as back walked down the field they were screaming using the n-word and then the little boy did it and i think that was like a very big prime example of like how like hate you're never bored with hate you don't you don't come like out the womb and you're like i hate the one like it's taught and so like that was very eye-opening in that moment too of like i i think we when we see like period pieces like this like automatically like know that people hate someone of color whether it be like they're judging them against you know the color of their skin like religion sexuality whatever um it's like very apparent like we hate you but like we never see like where that like starts from or like those beginning initial experiences so as much as i hated that it happened i thought that was really really brilliant to have in the movie um to kind of i mean it's generational like hate is generational it's taught there's no genetics in it it's it's taught habits of literally spreading hate it's crazy yeah yeah, well, I, I figured we when we talked, we because we normally talk a little bit after each movie that we watch, and I could tell that that, like, even in the moment that it bothered you, and it, it, it is to somebody who has who feel who knows that that's wrong and who understands like that isn't isn't right to to yell at somebody it is a very kind of like not necessarily cringe but kind of an awkward kind of feeling or you're just like i don't really want to watch this and it's supposed to give you that visceral kind of feeling of like i don't of uneasiness because it's like i know this is wrong i know this is not right to call someone this but at the same time like you kind of alluded to 
that's what it was back then. And it was somewhat socially accepted. And so, yeah, it was definitely one of my least favorite parts as well because of the, because of that fact. But, you know, I was, that made me more interested in seeing how Jackie was going to respond. And that's what kind of led me to one of my favorite parts of uh, the movie, honestly, um, is whenever he had, finally has that breaking point moment mm. and he, after he, you know, flies out, like every he gets an out, he literally goes back and he goes back into the dugout and all, all the way back into the tunnel and like just loses it. He like breaks his bat in half. And he's just, he's yelling and screaming and he's wanting to just like, you know, just let all of his emotions that he's been holding in out. And here comes Branch walking down there. And as soon as, and the thing is, as soon as Jackie sees him coming down the tunnel, he's like, nah, like, don't you even, he's like, no, no, don't you even say anything. Cause he knows what, he knows what he's going to say. He's gonna be like, listen. Well, I think the quote was, I'm going to. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next white man that opens his mouth with his opinion or something yeah, along no, those it was lines. something along those lines. And is like, um. Yeah, there was no way that Jackie was gonna be able to continue to play after that. But like it was the fact that Branch knew that Jackie was he was at his breaking point. Cause he, the thing is he, he went through anger, frustration. He cried at that point. And all Branch could do was like, try to comfort him and try to keep him level headed, you know, because he knew the implications of if Jackie were to go out there and punch that, that guy in the face and how it would look and how it would sit it would set all African-Americans back because of that. And at the time, is it was it right to put all of that on Jackie? Probably not because he's one person. But unfortunately, he was representing the entire African-American population and all of the African-American baseball players. Yeah. So his actions were the actions of all of them. And so my thing is, and that's that's my thing is, and here's what here's what was really the 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 chef's kiss point was the fact that you know Branch did get him to you know laugh a little bit and get him to realize, you know, forget basically forget what they're what they say to you. Go prove that you're a great baseball player. No matter your skill, you are a great baseball player, which he yeah. was. He was a great baseball player. He just needed to get past what people were going to say to him. I think one thing that we need to hit on is um, when you say that he, so Branch has the conversation with Jackie about like playing baseball, possibly in the Dodgers yeah. like organization. 
Um, but Mr. Ricky asked Jackie, like, if he has the guts not to fight back. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, we eventually understand what that means. But, like, what do you think, like? Well, my, oh, honestly, my first thought was it would be easy for him to retaliate because yeah. that's the first instinct. Because when you think about it, and here, here's what I'm going to throw back at you in kind of a way, not necessarily in a question, maybe in a question, is that like when you think of if somebody says something derogatory towards you or somebody says something out of line, out of pocket to you, your first reaction for, for a lot of people is to say something back, retaliate in some way. That's the most natural response for most people is to retaliate. And especially if you want to think about the hostilities during that time between, you know, black and white people, you know, matching hate with hate, fire with fire was the easiest thing you could do. Now, when he said guts, is like, does he have the actual fortitude to not to battle that natural inclination to want to fight the person or say something back to them yeah, and look at the big picture? Because I think that he was trying to have Jackie see the big picture. And so my thing is, is that, you know, Jackie, like you said, had had a reputation of being a little bit of a hothead. And Branch already knew that. And he knew what Jackie was going to face once he got... Um, once he got into Major League Baseball, once he brought him up, he was going to be faced with that, not just from the crowds, but the other teams, and even in the beginning, his own teammates. He knew he was going to meet opposition at all sides. Yeah. It was well, he so, says that. Yeah. He says that in that conversation. He's like, if you give me a jersey and you give me a number, like, I won't basically do good by you. Like, he won't be a problem which is like he better than me because like I no, I don't have the guts to shut my mouth and you know and that's why certain people have their own testimonies and will never be a testimony okay but fine okay think about this for a second this was Jackie Robinson's dream to play baseball and make money for his family. Now think about this in, in your own eyes. Now, if you, your dream, you get to your dream job, whatever your dream is, and you're met with your coworkers don't like you. They don't like you. They don't want you there. And they are trying to do things to get you to leave. At that point, you have a choice. What's your like? What What are you gonna do? Fight him. He can't. He can't just fight him. I mean, that's not. Why not? That's not the, I would fight for well, someone okay. else. Okay. So, like, if I was a bystander of Jackie, right? Like, I yeah. got to watch him. I 
would find homeboy that we don't like. <laughs> hey, hey. But what about? But what about? What well, he still had teammates that were wanted him gone, that were willing to. You were fighting them. You're physically fighting like that, but physically, emotionally, spiritually, like God, you gave me the armor. <laughs> I have the armor of God, and we're going to battle like 300 style. Oh like, my I'm goodness, good. not 300, <laughs> but okay. It just makes me mad because I we had this conversation yesterday at church while we were doing photography stuff about like why do people who are hurt have to hold back like why does Jackie not get to yell at them like why does Jackie not get to you know fight back so I don't know if I should continue this because I had like another thought in my head Okay. Uh, okay. Quick synopsis. <laughs> I just I hate when it feels like the win is not a win, but like the loss is not a loss. Like, what are they really like? All of these people that made Jackie miserable, and this will tie into my next like piece that I want to talk about. But like the people who literally threatened his son's life his wife's life, his life, and they get to just, like, walk the streets. Like, freedom of speech is crazy in that sense of, like, freedom of hatred. Okay, cool. Like, I love that that's, like, and it makes me mad, too, because, like, you hear about religion and believers in the movie. Like, uh, Branch says, like, I like Jackie because he's Methodist and I'm Methodist. And like, that's the way to like, you know, like honor God. But like the people in the movie were very much like, we're Christian and yee yee, this is my truck. And get that, you know, man, inward man off of the field. And it's like, they could say this outwardly in public like not that I want someone to be like a closeted racist but like you can literally scream like profanities and like discrimination slurs to people and like it was okay and like so in the beginning like after he gets married and they're going to New York yes yeah Yes, New York. Yes. <laughs> and that was the first time that the wife had seen a whites only bathroom. Oh, they were okay. That point they were in the airport and they yes. were going down to Florida where he where oh. they were meeting for spring training. Regardless, yeah, they were going the first down. time that she saw a whites only bathroom. But I'm just like the audacity. Like I just definitely feel like God gave me a level of temperament that would have not done well in that time. Like, we think about this as, like, oh, my gosh, in that time. But, like, thinking about just, like, us being in an interracial relationship, like, 1967. That's when it was legal for us 
to be married. It's 2023. You say like say like a question. Yeah, it's 2023. Well, like I'm trying to math. I can't. Gotcha. <laughs> no, but okay, but I see where you're going. 1967. I mean, that's both, not both, both of our parents were alive. Okay, so that's that 1967 when like interracial marriage was legalized. This movie took place in 1949. 47. 40, 20 years, like a lifespan for some of our listeners. Like, like you're not even, even old enough to, to like, like that age gap of like when this stuff the first black man to play baseball like it's still so ridiculous to me how this is real like i feel like i am in a fever dream when i look at like the levels of racism in this movie because you're like what i could never imagine living in a society where like whites only or you know like i'm gonna yell out slurs to you and you have to accept it and then you go on social media and it happens all the time see but that's also a point to where this is why black history is so important and not just for this month as a white woman i do not agree that black history month is the shortest month in i also think it's stupid that black history month is a month and i think black history should be taught in the school system and the correct black history should be taught in the school system not the whitewash version and that's my opinion oh goodness that's a very strong opinion i appreciate it though i mean and that's but honestly that is what's so important about black history and i know that like i know that you know there's people that are very Black History Month is very polarizing to some people because they're like, well, why is Black History only a month? Or why is there a Black History Month? Uh, but there's so much there's so much history. And I mean, obviously, Jackie Robinson is a part of it, but there's so much history from just as far as you can think realistically, there's so much to be learned from. Uh, all types of historical black figures and so to me this movie is just another example of of how how far we've come but how far we still have to go yeah as a country and as like human beings in general and so <laughs> i guess also, to to kind of backtrack just a tad, but then we're going to go forward. Uh, to kind of backtrack to your point about how uh, certain people have to turn the other cheek, it's that it's that essence of you know the devil on how like the devil kind of makes you want to match hatred with hatred, and so by showing somebody who is trying to persecute you mercy showing them mercy showing them grace is more christ-like the more christ-like thing you can do i know it doesn't seem like a victory or it doesn't seem like you know i'm not they're not getting their just due but at the same time in a way we're not the ones that are supposed to be doing that we're not we're not 
technically you know, I think God gives us all a purpose. <laughs> and I think if you want to say hurtful words, you can get these hurtful hands. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hurtful hands. You want it's... holy hands? You want these holy hands? Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> but... But, I hear I I no, hear you. I, I, understand. I under I don't like it. <laughs> I understand. I'm processing. Yes. I that know. it's dumb. I know. But like just pop them in their mouth one good time. I bet they won't say it again. I bet they won't. But that but also, we're not even talking about like the black people having to defend them. Like another white man, like just pop them right in the mouth. What what is he gonna do? Yeah, I mean, there was altercation in that game when one of his other teammates did defend him. Yeah, so he did wind up shutting up, but it was just like, yeah, I don't know. We yeah. talk about mental health and stuff like that, and it's just like you know that like being oppressed has to weigh heavy on your mind, and like. Obviously, he had his breakdown in the movie, and I, I'm sure he had way more than that in his life. Yeah. I just don't get, like, I just don't understand. These movies really bother me because it's, like, they're real. It's not like, oh, this is what could happen or maybe yeah. what happened. You know, there's, like, conspiracy theorists that don't believe segregation actually happened or... um any level of like racism it's just like i dislike unjust situations and it just makes me sad and when i'm sad i get angry and i just want to fight people <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I, don't know. But I mean listen we all know that like god's final judgment is on him and um you know we we're, we're all gonna you know, meet our maker one day and we all have to account um, for all the things that we did and everyone in real life um, that was depicted in the movie that had so much hate in their heart um, will have to meet with God about that and um, God will take care of them. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but... Well, the thing is, is that also, too, I feel like there was a point of misunderstanding or not not misunderstanding, not misunderstanding. I'll take that back. For what? Enlightenment, I feel like, oh. because none of his teammates understood what he was going through until it started happening to them. Until yes. they started okay. getting kicked out Thanks. of the hotel and oh. until his one teammate. Yes, Reese started. Yeah, uh, Pee Wee. Yeah, Pee Wee Reese. Yeah, until he started getting hate mail. He got one letter that yes, said, and that he and it it it. The thing is, is that like play for an organization that's yeah, going to allow warped this. his mind so much. Like he was so taken aback that somebody from because it was somebody from his, his home his home his state. hometown. Yeah. yeah, Louisville. Yeah. Uh, be careful. I know you know how to say it correctly. Louisville. Louisville. Uh, but yeah, that somebody from his hometown would say something negative the about The letter it. said something like basically like it was it was very minor in comparison. Come, to, 
Nobody says that anymore. He, he, but the person who wrote it was like, yeah, it was you'll a, pay or something like yeah. that. So, like, it alluded to possible harm. And then yeah. that's when Branch was like, oh. And then he literally threw out the a, several harm notes. Thick. These were Let me thick show you files that, that Jackie, Jackie had been getting. It literally was like, I will kill your baby. I will kill your wife. I will kill you. Like, it Trigger was like, warning. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, it was very much like, I will cause harm. Not like, I might if you keep playing. It's like, your existence in itself is like, I will harm you. And then the guy's like, oh. Which yeah. I, lo- I love that the coach showed that to him. It was like, you think you have it bad? I'm sorry that you have one letter. Yeah. And I think that was a ter- that was a turning point that like all of his teammates started or most of them started to see what was really going on and understand that hey, this is our teammate. We need to stick up for him. I mean, it also helps that they were winning a lot of games too. So because of him. Because of him. So literally sometimes only because of him. Like the only the only runs that were scored were, were him. From- Jackie, and so they started coming me of when the one game where Jackie, because remember they defend him, but Jackie literally gets whopped. Oh yeah, he yeah when he gets yeah when he gets hit by a pit and like they start fighting and Jackie's just laying laying in the middle, the ground, and everyone's so busy fighting each other, they don't even go and. Check on Jackie. He's like laying on the ground. He like gets up and he's like, "What's happening?" And like everyone's fighting. And it's like everybody's fist fighting. But yeah, and it's it was one of those moments that was just like, man, you know, you kind of saw parts people of the team that were starting to come together. The ones that didn't want him there, a lot of them were starting to come together. There were still ones that didn't like him, but. Did they go? They end up getting yeah. They, the ones that didn't the, the teammates that didn't like them, mind you, got traded to Pittsburgh, <laughs> <laughs> and they they did not. You see, <laughs> it's just funny because in the beginning of the movie, the one guy's like, "I refuse to work with him." It's like, "All right, you're going to Pittsburgh," yeah. and then it like waits to the very end of the movie. Like the guy who played like the entire season with him, it's like at the very end of the movie, he's like gets traded. Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's like, why did y'all leave him in this movie to just get traded, traded to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, it's it was to tell a part of the story. Yeah. But well, <laughs> okay. So we did least important, most important, most impactful was and I and you know the quote that was the most impactful. The the one that both him, both Jackie and Branch said numerous times during this movie, and it stuck with the both of us. It was the uh, the when Jackie said, "God made me," or "God made me built to last." God and, made him built to yeah, last. 
God yeah. made him built to last. That's not the quote I thought you were going to say, but yes. But it, it was yeah. one of the most impactful yeah. And I think I know that what other was, one you might be talking about too. Awesome. But yeah. it was a very impactful moment because they would say, like Branch or him would say, or Jackie would say that, and it, it would be right before a very pivotal moment that Jackie was having, mm-hmm. before before his first like game, before his you know first at bat, before like an important like uh, series, and, and and it was it was something that it was more like a mantra they kind of had, they kind of shared together, and it's true, you know, it was it made a lot more it made a lot more sense as as the movie went on, but. You know, and it became more true because God did make him or build him to last, to last throughout the season, to last through all of the hate and oppression he faced. And for him to take that mantra with him through everything was such a, was such a, uh, an awesome moment to kind of see God working through a mantra. Cause there are certain, cause you know that there are certain like Bible verses that people will remember or motivational yeah. quotes that you kind of think about They're like that's stuck in your head. You kind of remember and it gets you kind of motivated. And so I thought that that was that kind of moment and it got me more. I was like, yeah, build him a, yeah, he built a last. Like God made you built to last. Yeah, absolutely. Forge strong. <laughs> why, do you do that? Why, why do you take the moment and then you just build four tough? <laughs> yeah, it's four tough. But okay, so what, question to what, ask. What, was, what was your most impactful moment? Because I, I think I might know what you're talking about, but I'd rather hear you say it. So. I kind of referenced it earlier when the little boy and the dad was like at the game and they were excited to see like Pee Wee Reese play. And then when, when Jackie came out there and they were yelling like the N word at him um, and, you know, we're like, boo and stuff like that. And then Reese runs out there and hugged him in front of everyone. And, um, you know, has that has that moment of like, I'm gonna show the world like the type of person I am, and he even like says alludes to that. Like he's like Jackie looks at him, and he's like, "What was that for?" Because oh, he thanks him, and he thanks Jackie, and he's like, Jackie's like, "Why are you thanking me?" And he points kind of like up to the top of the stands and stuff and he's like I have family here from Louisville and I want them to see the kind of person I am and so I thought that was really awesome and then it was like followed by the quote of like maybe tomorrow we can all wear the number 42 and they can't tell us apart which I thought that was really awesome because that was like huge symbolism of like you know, like that progression and stuff like that. Like, because obviously, them standing one's a black man, one's a white man, like, you can obviously tell the difference apart. And I love that, like, alluding to the fact, like, he's like wishing for a better tomorrow. That, like, the only way that they're going to know, like, the difference, like, he was like, I want the similarities to be that that's noticeable, 
are like our numbers, which is your number. And so, and then that's when you told me that they like do a 42 day yeah. um, in baseball. And like, now I want a Jersey. I want, are they cultured? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want a 42 Jersey now, but a Cubs 42. She's saying that because I'm a Cubs fan, everyone. Well, I don't really rep a national <laughs> sound for <laughs> Wichita Winster. Oh, goodness here. gracious. Uh, oh, I New Orleans baby cakes. Oh, the Savannah Bananas 42. Oh, man. I really side note, I realize how crazy minor league baseball names are. New Orleans baby cakes, the the like there was like I think the Seattle Zephyrs at one point. It's it's a very they have very interesting uh are you looking something up? Very interesting days. I am actually looking up to make sure that like yeah, so yeah, Jackie Robinson Day is April 15th. I thought they did it for a month. I had to make sure that they, like, you know, that it was an actual day. But uh, his number is the only number, I, I think, still in Major League Baseball that is widely retired. Like, it's retired by all, every team. Every team has retired the number 42 because of Jackie Robinson. And that like I said, it speaks to how impactful he was as a person and a player. And so, you know, this movie speaks to so many things like socially and spiritually and just how things, how and just speaks to like how things were, but like how things, how the similarities how things are today, as well as yeah, having faith because there's oh my gosh, there's so many stories in the Bible you can tie this to. I, I was just going to say, so many. How I many feel times, like this could be a Bible story. Yeah, like how many times has one of God's disciples or somebody that God has chosen to lead been tested and oppressed mm. and challenged yeah. by the devil? by other other men things like that and it's and it's it's so it's so it's such a uh a big part of the bible that anybody who's chosen faces some sort of challenge like this mm. and i mean you're right this could this honestly seems like something out of the bible and Literally watching this movie, that's one of the main things I could think about was the fact that, like, this was built like many of the many of the stories of the Bible, you know, of, you know, stepping, you know, stepping out on faith and stepping mm -hmm. into hostile waters. Yeah. And instead of, you know, not believing you keep your faith in, in Christ and you continue to 
you know, have that faith no matter what happens, no matter when you get frustrated or you stop believing. Because I believe there were times where Jackie did kind of second guess himself a little. Or, and the thing is, is that like, just like many of the people in the Bible, he was surrounded by people, by some people, not a big group, but a smaller group of people that actually really cared. I really, I really loved how supportive his wife was and like how yeah. much of a, a pillar of strength she was for him. No, for sure. Cause every baseball game, it was like any time he started getting harassed and people were being mean to him and, and I say mean to him as if like they're just saying some unkind words, but like literally when the racism was real strong, um, you know, she would in the movie, she's like, look at me and he would look at her and like, she kind of stopped the world for him. And so I loved that. Um, there is also that commitment because I think too, something the movie kind of alluded to is like the unfaithfulness of major league baseball players. Yeah. Um, because there is like, she has her, their, their son. And, um, she says something to him, like, as he's like walking out to like go to a game and she's obviously like still in like her time frame of like, she has to stay at home. Like she couldn't travel like with a baby or anything right then. Um, and she says like, so she alludes to something like, you know, don't like be out there. And he's like, you know, that you're the only one that I love. Um, and so I love that like commitment to each other. Um, cause I think they realize like what their strengths and weaknesses were, not just as individuals, but like who they were for each other. So I thought that was really awesome. Um, in that. And so quick tangent. I was looking up Jackie Robinson Day, <laughs> and obviously it's April 15th, but it says, why is April 15th so important on, like, another tab? Um, and so, basically, it marks the anniversary of the death of President Abraham Lincoln, but insulin also becomes available for general use, so. Wow, that's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah. That's another fun fact about us as well. <laughs> That's another nice little fun fact. I don't think we've shared that like we're both diabetics. Yeah, we're both type one diabetics. Kelsey's been longer. You you've been you've been way longer than than me since you before. Since you were BB. I've I was I've only had it for four years at this point. Yeah, it's only been about four years that I've had it. But yeah, it was one of those things that we bonded over to. <laughs> it's, it's bonding feels like bonding. Bonding through our traumatic experience. Mm. But no, this this movie honestly, it was it was so great to watch. Yeah. It was a great watch. Uh it was watch it. Yes, de I, I definitely recommend to watch it. We're not always gonna, <laughs> we're not always gonna plug movies that I mean, the movies that we really enjoy. Yeah, we'll try. We will definitely be extremely honest about these movies that we watch because I think it's important to 
not only you guys to understand that, like, you know, what um, we think of when we watch these movies, but at the same time, we're not going to sit here and tell you, yeah, watch this movie. It's great. When we don't even like it, and then you don't like it, and then it's just like, well, we just wasted your time. But, you know, for the most part. As a disclaimer, it is very, like, authentic, and it's <laughs> hateful words. So, if you have a child, um, I would not say that this is a family-friendly movie. No, this is definitely one that... Uh, uh, but it is, I don't ups. think... Um, there's sometimes when you watch movies that, like, you feel like the curse words are... Like, why are, well, you could have done Like, it's gratuitous. Like, like, it's just you, like, okay. You didn't need it. But, yeah. like, I, I it, feel like the verbiage in this movie was, like, you had to understand the struggle because, like, if they wouldn't have said what they said as hard as it is to hear, like, you're you not would've. going to feel, you wouldn't feel that. that, like, visceral feeling yeah. and that, like, intense, like, uncomfortable. Yes. Like, you have to yeah. feel uncomfortable to watch this movie to, like, grasp it for what it is. So, um, I definitely don't think this is a kid's movie. <laughs> Um, but it is a good movie that I do feel like while it does have, you know, that language um, in it is is necessary to explain the struggle that the main character is going through. And so, yeah, well. So we typically wrap it up with, first of all, Rating. Oh man. What do you do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Um I give it a 42. (laughs) (laughs) 42 out of 42. Yes, 42 out of 10. Um I give this one a I give it a 10. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I I give it a 10 because I think the movie is phenomenal. And I think, like, to be honest, I'm not a huge baseball fan. So I didn't know much about, like, Jackie Robinson. So I actually learned a lot watching this movie and, like, kind of doing some research. But I think the acting and portrayal of that figure um being Jackie Robinson um I thought it was great and I don't even think we had to like seek God's truth in it like I think it was very apparent so like that was also something that was really awesome about the movie um was just like the conversation around God and his impact in the movie and you could tell like that was clearly the lesson in it um so yeah I give it a 10 and um you know, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman, but I thought he did a phenomenal job. Um, Harrison Ford did great. Um, we like everyone but Alan Tudyk. <laughs> um, well, that means he did his job. Well, no. Ben Chapman, <laughs> I guess. I should say his character. We yeah. like everyone but Ben Chapman. Actually, we don't like him before, but um, there was some big growth and there were some themes that were talked about that I don't think is always discussed when we're talking about racial issues um so i thought it was a great movie 10 out of 10 
I will also give it the first, my first ten, I don't, which I don't give tens to movie to movies a lot. I'm a pretty harsh grader, but I I definitely I'm a little bit biased because I do enjoy Chadwick Boseman's movies because he definitely embodies each character that he you know goes for. Um, but I did really enjoy Harrison Ford's. But honestly, he was in the beginning he was so good I didn't realize it was him for a second. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is Harrison Ford," but no, this is a really great movie, very informational, but it didn't bog you down with a whole bunch of like extracurricular backstory that you may not have needed. It kept it focused on a certain point, but it told it told you so much in a short span of time mm-hmm. because it really only followed Jackie Robinson's first season. But it told so much story in that time that I was, I was, it captured me for the whole movie. Yeah. So I definitely would give it a ten. Um, I don't know if I'd watch it again. Not because I didn't like it, but I'm just like, but I think I might. I would think I would probably watch it again. I would honestly. watch it again. It would I be a. It's not yeah. like a light watch. It's not yeah. something like. Let me put this on. Yeah, so well, I can go to sleep. Yeah, like it's not one of those, but I would definitely watch it again. But yeah, so hopefully this is uh this won't be another like what two two three weeks before we do another one. Sorry if this podcast feels a little chaotic. I think we're 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 our, getting our groove back, everyone. If you hear like background oh background noises. Okay, we can talk. It's, it's Stitch. <laughs> yeah, blame it all on Stitch. Yeah. Eventually, he'll, he'll he'll make his actual appearance on the show. Yeah, maybe say a couple words, a bark or two. Just wait until somebody knocks at the door. Mm. Then you'll really hear something. Yeah, he actually has done well. Um, I know he's been very well behaved, which is not like him all the time. Uh, he's he's, he's a very good dog, like- but like when you hear, he's very sensitive to noise. So like if he hears a noise and he thinks it's a person, yeah, he'll start barking. But uh, honestly, thank you guys for joining us for another episode Woo-hoo! of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to be coming out with another one very, very soon. Yes. It's not gonna soon. be a while. I know you guys have been waiting for this one to come out, but yeah, you know, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Pray we don't have to re-record this podcast. <laughs> Pray for us always. We will be it's praying for you. Get to you though before you know. So <laughs> make sure you guys always send us suggestions for yeah. movies. We all we always want to hear you guys and you know what you guys think. What movie we should watch next? Yeah. Um, but you know, stay happy, stay healthy. Yeah. Stay in Christ. Mm. We'll see you guys next time. Amen. Peace. Thank you.